Welcome to Victory Church's online podcast library. We hope you enjoy this message today. I, I always talk about, you know, the people that influence my life. And, and sometimes I talk about this prophet um, used to come to our church for many, many years. He's in heaven now. His name is Dick Mills. And I learned a lot of things from him. And one of the things I learned from him is you can get away with stuff when you're old that you couldn't get away with when you were younger. (laughs) And um, so I'm going to say what Chris really meant. What Chris really meant when he was up here a while ago was don't be a jackass. That's what he really meant. (laughs) He just didn't want to say it. (laughs) So that was a revelation. Okay, you got it? What's that? <laughs> yeah, probably so. That's okay. So tonight, you know what we're what we're going to do? We're going to we're going to imagine ourselves in the role of Mary. We're going to we're going to we're going to abs you know. And, and the the thing about about this radical kind of worship is it's it's personal. It's radical. It's embarrassing. It takes us to the end of ourselves. Worship is an amazing thing. Worship brings us into reality. Worship takes off the covers, exposes all the hidden stuff in our life, and brings us face to face with Jesus. Come a little closer, Lord, tonight. Come a little closer. Stay a little longer, Lord. Would you draw near to me tonight in ways that I've never, I've never felt before, ways I never knew was possible before? You know, I don't, I, I guess that's one of the strange things about, about the presence of the Lord is sometimes when he comes, you think, well, maybe, maybe this is just my imagination right now. Maybe, maybe this really isn't the, the Lord. Maybe, maybe I'm the only one that's feeling this here right now. But, you know, once you become more familiar with His presence, you'll realize that it's just not true. His presence fills the room like nothing else. You know, tonight His presence came and filled the room. From the very beginning of, of worship tonight, His presence came and filled the room. In a very unusual way. And you know, what, th- what that means is he is interested in doing something very unique and very special in your life. What does it take? It takes an open heart. A heart that's willing to yield, to go places you've never gone before and let him have, let him have his way in your life. I want to read um, a little bit further in this passage that Rachel, Pastor Rachel read a couple minutes ago. It says, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So they made him a dinner there, and Martha was serving. And Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. And Mary then took a pound of very expensive perfume of pure nard. If you, if you caught what one of the girls said in the play, this ointment, this nard, this pound of pure nard in those particular days was worth 
a year's wages for a laborer. So if you were to work like as a bricklayer or a, a cement guy or a, a plumber or a pipe fitter, a, a, a guy that worked with his hands, if you worked for a year, what you made in a year is what Mary was pouring out on the feet of Jesus. A lot of money. It was very valuable. It was her most valuable possession. She poured this oil out, this nard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and then she went beyond what anyone had ever seen before. She began to wipe his feet with her hair and with her tears, washed his feet. The house was filled with the fragrance of the ointments. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who intended to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii, a year's wage, and the proceeds given to the poor people? Now he said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. Have you ever thought about it? Jesus had 12 apostles. One of them was a a thief. And he was in charge of the money. That's pretty amazing. But he was in charge of them. He had the money box. He was responsible for that. He kept the money box. He used to steal from, from, he used to steal from what was put into it. So he was a thief. He, can you imagine stealing Jesus' money? Well, some of us have done that before. I've done that before. You steal his money when you don't tithe. That's when you steal his money. Because it's his, it's not yours. But they were, you know, we get all our, we get all upset. Well, I can't believe that Jesus was stealing Jesus' money, but I was stealing his money for a long, for a long, long time. And Jesus said, he, he, Jesus said, leave her alone so that you might keep it, that she, that she may keep it for the day of my burial. For you've always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. So this, you know, this is, this is an amazing story, and it's in this story we see some things, we see th- some things about Mary that are, that, are quite, that are quite amazing. Obviously, Mary had a revelation of Christ that the others didn't have yet. You know, I want to I mention a couple of them. I want to read a couple of scriptures to you. But Mary, according to what Jesus said, he, she poured this perfume on my body... She did it. She poured this oil on his body to prepare his body for the burial. As you read the story of the Gospels, the other, the, the other uh, women came and brought their, their, their oil and their ointments and their perfume. They came to anoint the body of Jesus, but they were never able to do it. It was The timing wasn't right. The, they sealed the tomb. It was the Sabbath day. They could never get an opportunity to anoint his body for burial, but Mary did. And she, she, she had come to conclusion that Jesus was going to die. The others hadn't accepted it yet, but she recognized that Jesus was going to die. And apparently because of the other things that Jesus said, she realized not only that he was going to die, but she realized why he was going to die. She may have been the first one to get it that Christ died to save sinners. Jesus died for me. Mary saw it. It broke her heart. She broke the box. She began to pour the oil on his feet. She began to wipe his feet with her tears and wipe her feet with her hair. She worshipped him from the depth of her soul because she recognized that Jesus 
had come to take responsibility for her sins. That's why he came. You know, that when that revelation hits you, it's like nothing else. When that revelation hits you that Christ died to save sinners, and I'm the, the chief of sinners, that my sins were the ones that nailed Jesus to the cross, you'll be with Mary. You won't care what Judas says or what the other Christians or the other disciples say. You won't care that your worship is a little bit unusual. It's a little bit out of place. But you'll be on your face worshiping Him with all your heart, with all your strength, and with all your might. You'll waste yourself on Him. Because you'll value him more than, than anything else. Now, something, so she had a, she had a revelation of the death of Christ. Now, there's, if you can catch this and you, you read in Luke's gospel, in Luke chapter 10, a different incident, another incident that happened at the house of Mary and Martha and Lazarus. The beginning of his ministry, as they were traveling along, he entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. And she had a sister called Mary who was seated at the Lord's feet and he was listening and she was listening to his word. Now, if you go read the the rest of this story, Martha was very upset because Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus and she wasn't helping with preparations for the meal that night. And she got all upset and she began to complain to Jesus. Why don't you tell her to get up off the floor? She's been there all night. Why don't you tell her to get up and come help me in the kitchen? And Jesus said, Martha, Martha, Martha. You're worried about so many things. But only one thing is even really, really that important. And Mary's chosen the best parts. Where was she? She was seated at the feet of Jesus. Why was she seated at the feet of Jesus? Because she was sitting there because she recognized that Jesus was the Messiah. He was the anointed one. And this was the place of his anointing. And this was more important than anything else in her life. Do you have an understanding of the importance of the anointing in your life? Have you recognized how valuable His anointing is? Have you treasured His anointing? Have you recognized that it's more valuable than anything that this earth can offer you, any possession this earth can offer you? The presence of God is the most precious, most valuable treasure that you can have in this life. To value His presence. You know, probably that's why you're even coming To this church, probably it's why you're here on a Sunday night, because you recognize it's important to sit in his presence like Mary to sit at his feet. Because, you know, at that place, when you sit at his feet, you're going to get close to him. You're going to get close to his presence and you're going to recognize like Mary did that Jesus was the anointed one. His presence was in the house and that's where she wanted to be sitting there. At his feet. And something else in this passage. She was seated at his feet. And she was listening to his word. Oh, Jesus taught the word of God. He taught the word of God like, like no one else. 
They, they, they said the temple guard said that, that he spoke with authority. That he spoke the word of God with authority. You know, other people could say the same things, but it was, it was different. It was different when, when he said something. When, when Jesus spoke the word of God and carried weight and authenticity and authority. She recognized that Mary heard it. She heard it in his voice. And that's why she had chosen more than anything else to sit at the master's feet, to let his word have its place, have its role, have its impact in her life. Have you, in your own personal worlds, gotten a revelation of the power of the written word of God? This book is like no other book. Oh, yeah, there's other books that, 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 that people can place value on. There's other books that, that have been printed and other books that people have kept. But there's no book like our book. There's no book that carries revelation like our book. If you haven't figured it out yet, people are still talking about the things Jesus did thousands of years later. We're still talking about Lazarus, still talking about Mary, still talking about the resurrection, still talking about the word of God because it carries authority to change our lives. Value is word. Value is anointing. Value is death. Value the cross. Now, one other verse I want to read to you tonight. Actually, two other verses. This is in Matthew 26, verse number 13, where um, Jesus said to, when he was defending the woman. Now, this, is, this was really a, quite an interesting event that took place. If you read all the Gospels, if you read, read Matthew, Mark, in Luke and John's account of this, this event, you'll find something very interesting. You'll find that this dispute that took place was not just a dispute between Mary and Judas. It was actually a dispute between several of the apostles and Mary. Several of the apostles, they, they, they were very upset. They took Judas's side. They began to agree with him that we're wasting money that could be spent on other things. There was, if you will, there was an insurrection in the midst of these 12 believers. Only one ultimately fell off, the, fell off the cliff. But there was an insurrection in this little cluster of these 12 disciples. And Jesus stood up in the midst of this argument. Think about it. This was the very last week that Jesus was going to be with his disciples. It was almost over with. The three years had come to a completion. Judas was about to betray him. And Judas was starting an insurrection. And Mary got it. Mary recognized the cross, the anointing, the word. And she began to pour out her love, pour out her devotion on Jesus. And this insurrection began to break out. And Jesus got in the middle of it and said, leave this woman alone. Leave her alone. What she has done. What she has done, she valued my death. And what she has done is going to be talked about all around this planet for the next thousands of years. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere you go, people are going to know about Mary and this night and what she did. And how she made a stand. Because she worshipped me with her love, with her heart, and with her possessions. 
So he got right in the middle of it. And then the, 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 last, the last verse that I wanted to read is um, in John chapter 12. Now this is this is quite amazing if you think about this. Mary took this pound of ointment of spikenard. It was very costly. She anointed the feet of Jesus. She wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Now this was this was not cheap perfume. This was very valuable perfume. And you know what what the, the characteristic of valuable perfume is the smell is a whole lot stronger. And it stays a whole lot longer. You know, you put a little, a little dot, a little, a little drop, and you're gonna smell it for a while. It's gonna, it's gonna last all day. But you start putting like a, a, a pound of it. You start saturating somebody's body with it. You start covering somebody's body with it. It's not going away. This ointment was, was filling the, the house with the fragrance. This strong smell, this strong uh, uh, presence was in the house. It could not be ignored. It was not something you could pretend like it wasn't there. And that is the problem with real worship. Real worship... You know, you can sing a few songs and you can endure and sit there and chat in the back or whatever you do. But when real worship happens, it makes people uncomfortable. When Jesus actually walks in the room, I'm not talking about just singing songs about him walking in the room. I mean, when he actually walks into the room and fills the whole house with the fragrance, choices have to be made. You either have to get out or get in. That's what has to happen. You have, there are no other choices. There, there it's, it exposes everything. I wrote a, just a, a couple of sentences here at the bottom of this. This whole thing about worship and ointment and, and worshiping God in a radical way, this brings us to us. This brings us to me and you. Who is Jesus in your life? Is he just a way for us to accomplish our earthly dreams like Judas? Judas saw Jesus and his life as an opportunity for him to become powerful and influential in this life. He got it wrong. How many other people in this world have gotten it wrong thinking that Jesus or the church is just an opportunity to, to network and find, be a power broker, to be an ambassador, to carry influence? To carry political influence, to win elections, to persuade sheriffs or mayors or governors to do certain things. Jesus said, you've got it wrong. That's not worship, what worship is about. Who is Jesus to you? Is he a way for us to accomplish our earthly dreams? Maybe build our business, our ministry, or, or even our family? Or is he more than that? Maybe, just maybe, he's way more than that. How will you know? You will know when you next find yourself in a room when that aroma of worship begins to be poured out. 
That aroma of worship as it fills the room, it has a way of uncovering the condition of our hearts. Everything that's there comes to the surface. Oh yeah, it makes us uncomfortable. People are uncomfortable. Can you remember the first time you got in a room where there was real worship taking place? Oh, you wanted to tell everyone just to to be quiet, to shut up. Stop doing that. We sang that song enough already. Be quiet. Let's get to the real meat of the service. You know, you're going to find out in heaven. There's not going to be much preaching going on. There's going to be a whole lot more worshiping than preaching going on in heaven. Why, 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 there won't be any need for preaching in heaven. Because we'll know. We'll know, we'll know Him as He is. We'll be like Him after all. We'll see Him as He is. No one's going to have to tell you. There's not going to be a need for you to be taught in the kingdom of God to hear the Word of God like you're hearing it now. But on the other side, we'll be struck by His magnificence. And in a moment of time, will all be turned into Mary in a moment of time. Oh no, we won't be like Judas. We won't be power brokers. We won't be political operators or opportunists. But we'll be like Mary. Mary's chosen the best parts. And she was worshiping Him. You know, yeah, I can remember there was a, a guy... I didn't like this guy at all. And the reason I didn't like him, because every time we go to church, he'd start singing in tongues. I mean, this was way back at the very couple of first weeks when I first came in. And I thought, this guy is just, he needs to get a clue. You just can't do that. You can't be that excited all the time. And he'd come in. And he starts singing in tongues. And I try to find something wrong with this guy, you know. I thought, you've heard me tell part of the story before, you know. I thought, this guy has got to be one of the people that I was warned about as a child. He has to be a Catholic. That's what this is. He's got to be Catholic. He's singing in this weird language that sounds like Latin or something. And... The problem was, was me, it wasn't him. If you're having a problem with worship, the problem is probably with you. If you, if we're singing too long in church, the problem is probably you. If you don't like it when people start singing in the heavenly language, the problem is probably with you. It makes you uncomfortable. It makes you, it makes you wanna, wanna, wanna change. And that's exactly what he's after. He's after change. He's after your heart. He wants to bring you to a place where everything that is in here is exposed. Visit our website at www.victorychurchnola.com for service times and more information.